0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Techno Times Robocast. This is our ninth episode. My name is Coco.
1: And my name is Kahan, and we will be your hosts for today. Last week on the show, Anjali and Coco spoke with Akil from Mechatronics slash Electrical. This week, we have with us Kenneth, another member of Mechatronics.
2: Hey all. I'm a junior at Northview High School. This is my third year on the team. Uh, I've been electrical for two years. This year, I transferred to design. And I guess the reason for that is because I really wanted to do more design and get into that uh, more of that field. So I guess that's interesting, right?
0: Since this year, mechanical design and electrical subteams are all combined into one large mechatronic subteam. What subteam were you a part of before the merge?
2: Technically design. Um, I was in electrical for two years.
0: Why did you but... decide to switch that?
2: So I've actually been interested in design for a really long time. It's not something that kind of just spontaneous came to me. So I learned Solidworks back in um, ninth grade and in my class, and I really grew onto it. And I've been doing a lot of CAD projects, actually, even on electrical. Most notably, you guys weren't here for this, but in my freshman year, we worked on a battery box, and it was a big deal because if you guys haven't seen the old battery box, it's really janky. Like the old one, right, that was built before me was very janky. Okay, I'm going to redo it. It was a very big deal project at the time. And I remember like CADing it and I CADed like five iterations. And to say that I fully uh, switched design, right, would be not exactly correct. I feel like as part of electrical, I've been doing design jobs, you know, up to this point. Design is just like, you know, and now switching over design this year is like making it more official. Obviously, I did do a lot of electrical. I, you know, I did wire the robot in sophomore year and a little bit in freshman year. And I learned a lot about electrical, but CAD has always been, you know, a part of me and a part of my robotics experience. For example, even in 10th grade, right? There was a battery box, the battery box finished. But I remember I helped Shiv actually a little bit with a kind of a VR kind of thing. I helped convert Jerry's CAD into an OBJ file for him to use, you know. So I've just been doing these kind of CAD projects on the side all this time, so. And also because um this year, since it is COVID, right, I believe that the be electrical design this year made it more official since um everyone will be indoors anyways, And there isn't much electrical that can be done, in my opinion, without having the in-person kind of environment. Like, yes, there are like, you know, online applications for electrical that you can use and that you can play with but it's not comparable to the real thing right it's a lot more fun to be to actually wiring and to be actually in the workspace wiring but it's kind of hard with covid right
1: yeah i understand when i came into like i've lived in georgia my whole life in this area only so when i was in elementary school there was like always these small days with club fairs, so i always knew about techno titans so what inspired you to join techno titans like was it through the club fair or did you know about it
2: previously I've been interested in engineering since I was really young. My sister had her own engineering club, and I just want to mention that, um, you know, I wasn't really here in middle school, so my experience is probably going to be much more different than yours because, you know, you had all the club fairs and, you know, doing outreach and everything, right? Uh, when you were a kid and you kind of knew about it, right? And that kind of that influence kind of built up, right? Until you came of age and then you joined Head Titans. Boycott, contrast, I came here, like, I landed in America like two weeks before school started in ninth grade. So... I had no idea about Ten of Titans until, like, club fair, I guess. Or, like, I remember um, the first time I just saw anything. I remember um, I met Niddy actually, who was the old president, right, in, like, the cafeteria, and she was showing off the robot and just kind of showing off, you know, Blinky at the time. I didn't even know what it was, like, what it could do or anything like that. I just thought, oh, it's very cool, right? Um, back to my whole point about engineering. Yeah, so I've been wanting to do engineering for a long time. So, for example, my sister um, started an engineering club in her high school, and I remember, like, she was a big part of that. And I kind of wanted to do something also engineering related, and also I did take classes in middle school like electives that were really engineering based. For example, one of the reasons why I wanted to join electrical in the beginning when we were all picking sub teams was because um, I did electrical handiwork in my middle school, which was an elective that focused on soldering and electrical circuitry. I remember we built um, RC cars and speakers, right? They're not amazing, obviously, but it was like you know it's a good experience, and I really had a lot of fun with it. So that was one of the reasons why. I really want to join Nintendo Titans and robotics in general and engineering.
1: So obviously this year has been very different compared to probably the rest of your school life because of the coronavirus and everything being online. So how have you adapted to working on virtual projects this season? Because I know like robotics in person is very important, but obviously there's some sub teams like our business sub team and the design sub team, they don't have to be in person. So how has that affected the team for you?
2: Definitely, I remember in-person meetings being such a big part of robotics. I remember in my freshman year, um, I stayed four hours after school, three, four days a week. Yeah, And then I remember in sophomore year, it was a bit less like than that, but in-person meetings definitely have been a big part of robotics. And online meetings, I feel like have a big impact on projects and everything in terms of commitment and really you know so robotics is like a very team-oriented club right there has to be a big sense of like teamwork and working together on a lot of projects and when you're on this kind of online format it's it's hard to get that sense of teamwork and you know and get to know your team members as well right that's totally held true for me um and yeah but i feel like since you know i am technically now part of the design team and there have been quite a few design like projects right that i've been a part of it's not necessarily been like less busy for me i feel like this year has been equally busy for me in terms of workload and everything as previous years. So that really hasn't changed much. And honestly, I feel like having like this, yeah, like COVID, you know, it, it is really bad and stuff, right? But I honestly have had a blast being a junior on this robotics team, right? Even though COVID is kind of still outside, you know, and it's around us. I've had quite a few really, really nice moments with team members on projects or bonding, right? That hasn't changed much. I've gotten to know so many people like much better, for example, James and I, uh, I feel like we've worked on so many projects together. We worked on intake redesign and our uh, mock FRC kind of project, and I feel like we bonded so much um, over, you know, even the small quirky things, and you know, we, we you know we talk and stuff, and it's really nice to have. Like even though COVID is outside and, and raging and stuff, right? And so I guess my answer to that would be I've adapted, I guess, <laughs> to the kind of um, COVID environment a little. But yeah, definitely I would like to have you know like in person meetings for the team collaboration. On projects for the Bardix teams. So, yeah.
0: So, um, back in late October, I think, maybe early November, there was a Georgia First competition for teams to design a Gritz trophy. And I know that you and Samantha, also from the design sub team, worked on that. And you guys were finalists. So, how did you guys work on that exactly? Was it all virtual or did you guys like also go in person to work on it?
2: I guess it's on the beginning. Um, Yeah. So if you guys may not be familiar, I remember Burkan and Michelle like brought out like a survey in the beginning with all the ideas and then Samantha and I were like chosen, I guess, the ideas. And I don't know. I'm not sure why, but I just had the idea for the trophy. I just, not that. I think of trophy ideas every single day, and I just have some in my back of my mind. I know I just had it, right? I just had a good idea. I really liked, so, you know, I cut it out and everything. And yeah, so that was initially, right? And initially, it was all really virtual. I remember, you know, working with Samantha. uh, We had a few late-nighters, not all-nighters, like maybe 12 or 1-ish, right? It it is pretty late, but it wasn't like all-nighter late. (laughs) So I'm working on like design and finishing up that up, because I remember it was quite a bit of a time crunch. I remember she was working on the city a lot. I was working on the Trophy Shields. That was also a pretty challenging aspect of it. And what we did was we had to design everything and get all the electrical components in and everything. I was working on electrical mainly because I had a background in electrical and Mr. Evans was definitely helping me out on that kind of part as well. Yes, yeah, so I was looking at electrical parts with Mr. Evans. And, and then, so that was all virtual, right? But then we had um, in-person meetings because we had to actually build it. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with it, uh, the Grift Trophy Design Contest was uh, divided into two parts. The first part was where we just submitted the design and like a presentation to kind of show the judges. And then if we got past that phase and got to semi finalists, right, we would get like ordered parts and they would pay for the parts and we build this trophy for them. Essentially, that was the idea. Yeah. So we submitted the design, everything that was all virtual. And I remember that night was pretty nice because we were like, yay, we finished, you know, it was um, pretty tiring. And then a few weeks later, we got news that we become a semifinalist pretty excited about that and then we had to do design iterations and everything and yeah and then we started constructing and going in person and stuff yeah so i remember the in person meetings were really just me samantha see occasionally actually and miss Teresa and mr evans really one of the biggest changes we made was changing um from a round body air cylinder to a dual rod air cylinder uh, for people who are not very technical basically just better air cylinder um and so yeah so Let's see here. So yeah, so we went to person meetings and then we started building. And then I remember there were quite a few issues, right, with um, the design stuff, because that's something you always expect, right? There was like issues with trophy alignment. There were issues with a lot of 3D printed parts. The city especially, it was really hard getting the lights inside. So we so we had lights inside um, the, the trophy.
0: If you go to our website, technotimes.org slash news, since I have access to edit the website, one of our team members, Kimberly, she actually wrote up a kind of blog post kind of thing about the Grids Trophy design competition. Underneath that post is an image of the actual trophy. And it looks really cool. They're like a ton, a ton of different colors. And you know, like the first time I saw the trophy in person, I thought it was really cool. Cause like the cities they float or I don't know the proper term for it, but yeah. it just goes like up and down. And I think it's cool. And then like the thing in the back, the circle thing, it like moves. Yeah, the,
2: the idea the idea was um to make the trophies raise and like unright so basically you know how the game is based on infinite recharge where it's a lot charging the shield generator right you gotta um, score the power cells to charge the shield generator to protect first city from whatever threats right yeah and and so basically by leveling the switch in the front you activate the shield generator and the piston like the air cylinder um the dual rod air cylinder on the um trophy closes or tracks and it closes the shields for the city so that's the idea that's the whole idea behind the trophy conceptually
0: and the uh, website remember, the blog post also explains the yeah, trophy yeah. idea as well.
2: I remember there's also um on our Instagram there was also a post about it that David made as well. So check that out as well. So yeah. the other
0: finalists were also pretty cool though. Their trophy was like physically shooting a ball i thought that was cool oh yeah yeah
2: i actually didn't get a chance to look at that so uh, the other team that won was walton right i think so yeah 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 i like
0: theirs theirs is pretty cool and i think it's cool that georgia first decided to have two winners
2: yeah Yeah. definitely definitely
0: those is really good
2: (laughs) yeah i actually want to mention maybe like the other competition is actually a little bit less highlighted because it's just a little bit less well-known but it's actually called the scale robot competition um, have you guys oh before? right
0: I, yeah so yeah
2: yeah so the trophy one is the one that gets, gets all the clout because we built something right it. well no i was also part of the contest one as well like the other one oh. we won both the trophy and the scale competition but the reason why the trophy gets more clout is because we actually built something so which is pretty cool yeah I see. but for the scale competition i remember that one was like the trophy was intense right there were like a lot of long, long nights because we had to iterate because there were deadlines and we had to order parts and everything, right? And then I remember I was, for a week I was going to the workspace like every two or like two days, you know, going to the workspace to work on it just to finish it up. But the Scale Robot competition is a little bit more intense only because Samantha and I worked not only on the uh, Tribute competition together, we also worked on oh, yeah. the Scale Robot competition together as well. So we were partners for kind of both the competitions, right? those contests, right? We had to like pull some... Long hours, okay, really long hours to get everything done and ready for the Scaled Robot competition. And even though there was no building part or anything, it was still quite the effort. We were really going for like a really cool idea with the windup toy and everything. If I was are familiar with the scale Robot competition, our skill Robot was a wind-up toy actually, based off of, you know, using a rubber band and everything to shoot power cells, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> but like, I remember we were like meeting and then we were like, you know, working out until, until two in the morning, and then the immediate morning after, we were like getting about like what like nine or eight to continue working on it because it was really we were really trying to get it done you know right and i remember i was working on the exploded view drawings um for the instructions how to build it because it was uh... so what's interesting about also interesting about a robot is it was not one piece it's not like one three depicted part it was actually like a one of those you know toys where you actually assemble it and glue it together and i think we went really a little bit crazier in terms of you know i feel like both ideas you know for Trophy and the competition were cool, right? But I feel like the uh, Skid competition competition idea was pretty underappreciated.
1: Speaking of these challenges, I know you're leading the Innovation Challenge. So what exactly is the Innovation Challenge?
2: So the Innovation Challenge is, it's something really new this year for um, first. And actually I lead the Innovation Challenge, technically I mentor the Innovation Challenge for FLL as well. So uh, that's interesting, but it's really identifying an area or like a solution to um, the problem or theme this year. The theme this year is maintaining optimum physical or mental health through exercise so we have to try to find you know around that theme we have to find solutions to that problem or theme so i remember in the game manual there was we sports actually and that was really like you know trying to incorporate games with you know exercise and that was really cool so that's one of the ideas that was that was like given as an example and yeah there were some other ideas that were pretty good. I remember there was also another example about an FLL team that came up with an idea of using lights, actually, to create different sporting, you know, fields. So, for example, if you had just one field, right, and you wanted to make a soccer field or a basketball field, right, they'd have these, like, lights to kind of show the lines and everything instead of having to use multiple fields to save space. I that idea was also pretty good. But, yeah, it's interesting because FLL has the same or very similar topic to what we have at first as well, so... So for the Internet challenge this year, what we're working on for our team is working on a project to help patients with Parkinson's better optimize their exercises, specifically using big and loud therapy, if you guys are familiar with that. What Parkinson's is, right, I'm fully aware that not everyone is knowledgeable on Parkinson's. Parkinson's is where patients have problems controlling their motor capabilities and speaking sometimes. It's a neurodegenerative disease in older people. And so what we want to do is we want to kind of design exercise machine to optimize these big loud therapy exercises. And big loud therapy helps um, with these motor functions and speaking, but through repeated exercises or through like trial and error. Although we're focusing more on the big part, which is the exercise part than the loud part in our exercise machine. But that's, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Um, Coco is actually part of the project and she's really helping out a lot with the business pitch and business model and yeah, great help, so.
1: So I know you're on the Mechatronics team. And I know you guys did like a mock FRC. Can you explain what that was?
2: Yeah, so that's funny. <laughs> funny thing about that was that I remember Michelle created a game called Monkey Madness for all of us electronics folks to uh, design a robot on from scratch and just go through the process of brainstorming, you know, um, strategizing, figuring out, you know, how to play the game. So that was what she really did. And it was about scoring bananas and starfruit which are these discs it was actually very similar to um frc game 2013 in a lot of regards there's also climb section and yeah so that's what the mock frc was and we were all divided into i believe eight teams and each team had about three or four members on my team there's me obviously (laughs) james anthony and spencer and also keegan so yeah and our robot was kind of like a shooter robot We wanted to focus most of our efforts on designing a robot that could shoot really well and shoot really fast because we thought that was the fastest way we could get points. And yeah, and I think we actually did a pretty good job. We had a an intake that was also pretty cool. We had uh, both vertical and horizontal rollers on it. And we had a shooter that was, was very similar to our current one on our robot, the 2020. And we had a custom 3D part as like a kind of a guide to help guide the discs into the appropriate ports. And it was definitely like a good learning experience in terms of just brainstorming everything and design and scheduling and, you know, all that good stuff. So, yeah.
0: I want to know, do you have any favorite memories or experiences being in robotics? That's fun? What is your favorite memory as a techno Titan?
2: This is going to be kind of funny. Um, My go-to, right. Or probably any robotics member my age. Oh God, I feel old, but any robotics member um, who's a junior or senior will, or so say, you know, worlds, right. Because Oh, we went to Worlds, right? Definitely, that was such a that was such a uh, big memory for me. I remember, um, you know, just the memories from there. That experience were infinite, you know. There was an innovation kind of like fair that I went to. I remember with Akhil, and I remember where where <laughs> Keel and I also went to this like cheap fast food restaurant because all the other food venues at the competition venue were just too expensive. So we had to never mind. But I actually say that our trip to like Albany was actually in my freshman year was definitely the most memorable. Because of two reasons. One was because it was my first probably, like, you know, uh, overnight trip with friends and, you know, Ruben Products members. I remember I shared a room with Akil, James, and Sunny. We were all in the same room. And I believe we watched a horror movie. It was spooky um, at night, and it was definitely a good experience. And also, I remember um, swimming and stuff like that, and going to the swimming pool, and we were, like, playing water polo. Um, It was very interesting. Yeah. And then, I guess the go-to would be (laughs) I, quote, unquote, lost my backpack at uh albany and i feel like if you were like part of the remarks team if you're a junior senior or mentor right you'll know um what story i'm referring to because everyone knew um so so what happened was um so we got to the hotel and i remember it was just funny because i was like going around i was like oh no it was my back right and it was funny because like the plot twist i guess right um was that like the day that we were leaving we found my backpack and it was in like Devonch's room and Devanche was the vice president at the time and it was like how did it get there you know it, it was very weird and then I also remember like um, a lot of people were just like doubting me. I was like, oh yeah, you probably left it at like, you know, school or something like that. I was like, no, I was like dead serious that I definitely brought it to Albany. And also because Albany was like such a rollercoaster of emotion and everything. Again, I remember <laughs> we were yelling um, FAT because, um, so like our team actually got second in Albany and we also got the Engineering Inspiration Award. That was really cool. And we were just so close, so, so close to like first place in the finalist matches, but we kind of had like a small kind of mishap with our <laughs> robot. But I remember like just chanting like F A T so loud at a competition venue for our alliance because we allied with the Flying Legion right, which was um I believe thirty six fifteen if I remember correctly, and then we also were allied with the Atomic Robo Dogs. So we had like the Flying Legion right, so F um Atomic right A and then Tendo Titans so T right, so F A T F A T right, and we we're yelling that um so loud and like doing so many chants at the competition venue that year. So that was probably my best memory in terms of like just you know raw fun and yeah worlds was definitely very cool and is a very close second but i'd still say albany was the best experience i've probably had so yeah
0: okay so i can't relate i obviously didn't go to worlds because that was the year before um kahan and i joined the team but last year the two competitions that we did go to we all went there individually or like in groups of carpool Mm -hmm. but it was funny because last year in the car that I was in, our group kind of just played Brawl Stars the entire time. And then we got pulled over, but that's a oh, different story. Oh, pulled over. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, but it was like really brief. Mm-hmm. That's a different story, though. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. And yeah, I just thought that it was fun going into an actual competition because we had never experienced anything like that before and it's a shame that we weren't yeah, able to definitely. do that this year but you know definitely
2: next year next year i feel like we, we can you know there's also gonna be like if you guys haven't heard this. The, the july competition right
0: yeah
2: and uh, here in georgia is a big deal it's going to be um multiple days so maybe get that overnight experience <laughs> oh but, yeah. that would be fun yeah that'd be definitely fun yeah we normally go to albany you know each year and it is a shame that we don't go we didn't get to go so.
0: Last yeah. year we were going to go to Carrollton, I think. But Carrollton got canceled, like, I think, a couple days before the competition. I think it was supposed to be scheduled for March 22nd. And it's actually pretty crazy that I'm talking about this right now because...
2: It is March, right? So. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's March right now. And we're looking back a year ago and we're like, what the heck happened? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's crazy because I think school actually... Was officially canceled exactly know, a year right? ago. About yeah, exactly
2: a year ago. Yeah,
0: I think it was actually like exactly a year ago from yesterday. But whatever. Either way, I think it's insane how we all just like slowly adapted to this virtual environment with no in-person competitions yet. And overall, the experience is really different. I feel kind of, I guess, bad for the freshmen because they don't get to experience what we have. And I also feel bad for the seniors that graduated last year, thinking that they were going into their final first competition. Yeah. But, you know, what I mean, happens, happens.
2: I mean, we've had some pretty crazy experiences. And next year, I feel like we're going to hopefully have a pretty good year in terms of, you know, robot and everything. So I'm actually pretty excited to be designing, <laughs> I guess, next year's robot, I guess.
0: Hopefully, we'll all be in person like for the next season. And... I guess Kahan and my year have more hope since we have two years left. But yeah. since you guys are uh, seniors next year, it's like a less likely chance. But hopefully, you guys will still be able to experience that. And it's crazy because honestly, I still have not grasped the idea that I'm a sophomore. Like, because the school year is so different from last year, I like still, whenever people ask me what grade I'm in, my instinct is to say, like, oh, I'm a freshman yeah but yeah. yeah and like when I think about it last year I always thought of you as oh that sophomore uh, but that
2: sophomore I oh, was that yes, sophomore
0: <laughs> yes yes you were and like now that I'm saying it out loud I just said that you guys would be seniors next year and that's crazy to me because it's that like, is so crazy yeah it's like what the heck yeah. it's it's you know been a year like, it's like
2: one of those time skips two. those time skips in you know, on the stories just yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. kind of yeah. weird
2: kind of weird indeed kind of weird indeed
0: and we're gonna be juniors next year I like, think that's kind of weird yeah. but you guys are gonna be leading the team
2: so yeah yeah i mean no i feel like a lot of um juniors are gonna be a leading team as well because it's my years you know we don't actually have that many i mean like seniors or, or i mean juniors most of
0: the team is i think sophomores
2: <laughs> yeah sophomores sophomores and there are quite a few freshmen as well so it's pretty cool and neat you know to have you know right like sophomores and people you know right and just you know like you guys are just doing such a great job you know on business on really pulling the team in that kind of regard you know you know that's really interesting and i'm gonna have like a lot of fun you know working with you guys when we're on person or hopefully on person yeah uh yeah
1: well that's the wrap for this week's episode of the techno titans robocast and thank you to kenneth for joining us today Be sure to subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and more so that you don't miss our next episode. We are the Techno Titans and see you guys next time.